Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Faj. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I'm really more concerned with how you are right now. <laughs> Why? I noticed that you had a beach day this week. Yeah, I did on Wednesday. So have you recovered yet? Mentally? I'm mentally recovered. Emotionally? Yeah, emotionally, yeah. How long did it take? Was it a day, two days? Well, the good news was I got delayed so that we couldn't leave as early as we wanted to, which meant less time at the beach. Okay. Then we went to the beach and... It was actually not terrible because the temperature was nice and there was a nice cool breeze coming off the beach. Oh. So it wasn't horrible, just incredibly boring, but it wasn't horrible. <laughs> the company must have sucked, huh? <laughs> no, mom was fantastic. I'm just kidding. He actually made a post on our podcast Instagram page. Correct. So this is where I took... <laughs> there's, no, there's no lesson you in this, You made lemonade? The there's absolutely no lesson in this at all, but I was so bored. In fact, I think some people thought I was like some weirdo because here's a, this, well, you old, are. This, this old guy taking selfies by the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy's vain. <laughs> but I took a selfie and then on my phone, I made a graphic for us to post on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, while he's at the beach, I'm getting like, should I post this from the page? I was like, well, it's, it's pure irony <laughs> with how much you talk about hating the beach That's for right. sure. <laughs> And so I used my boredom to create a promotion for the podcast, Always Be Working. I was literally, we have been spending way too much time together because I was going to say, always be working, always be creating. Or actually in, in sales and business, always be promoting, right? Uh -huh. Always be selling. Yeah. Right? Right? So well, you were looking for the opportunity and, you know, you you weren't excited to take a picture of your toes at the right. water line. No, but. no. <laughs> no. So, I mean, it wasn't horrible. I mean, I had my AirPods in and I was listening to my music while I made the little post. And so you made the and best I got of a it. I made, a, made the best of it. And then we left and we had a very nice dinner with Uncle Jimmy and, and Aunt Monique. And we had a great time. So, so it sounds like the episode A is for attitude really <laughs> helped you. It was really funny because your brother Anthony said to me, Dad, go and just be with mom. Like, have a good time. And I did. So I wasn't a pain in the you-know-what. We're in a total curmudgeon this time I around. I wasn't. Well, so, very glad to yes, have you back in the comfort of the air conditioning where mm -hmm. you really do shine. It's fantastic. We're here in air conditioned and pleasant while it's, uh, let me see, 88 degrees outside. So. so it sounds like now may be a good time to tee up our next episode mm -hmm. concept here. So listeners, today we're going to talk about Something that dad and I, over the course of the last couple of weeks, have been, I guess, talking about some eureka moments we had. And what does that mean? Like those moments where you just, things click, right? Mm -hmm. You just have the ahas. And something that maybe you were challenged with suddenly makes sense because you're just thinking about it a little yeah, bit like, differently. It's, right. It's like that struggle you're having to figure something out or say something just the right way or develop some idea or concept. And then it just like boom comes into your head how, right. does, how the heck does that happen well and like, i don't know about you dad mm -hmm. 
But from my own perspective, I feel like the stars need to be aligned. Breakfast that I have that morning <laughs> needs the perfect amount of protein, not too much sugar, like so that my brain is like firing on all cylinders. Right. So there are some days when you're just like, holy crap, I'm like on fire. And then there's other days when you're like, man, the wires are just not connecting, right? Yeah, everything is a struggle or, or it's just not making sense or you can't yeah. yeah you can't put two words together but here's the thing right none of us have the luxury of waiting to create and do things until everything is perfect correct so what we're going to talk about today is a little bit of what are the things that we do between you know myself dad and you mm -hmm. what are the things that we've done to allow and give our brains and and give ourselves as much room to create those aha eureka moments as possible, even when maybe the universe is against us. Right, right. <laughs> the stars are not aligning. Exactly. Even <laughs> yeah. when, you know, everything wasn't perfect right. that day, but you still need to create and you still need to deliver things. Right. So what does that look yeah. like? Well, what does it look like in, in your world? Let me throw the ball over to you sure. for that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like to tee up the episode ideas. I think he's getting hip to my method here. I tee up the idea and then I like punt it over for him to deliver some brilliance. Right, but, it, but it's like a volleyball <laughs> game and I jumped up and I shot it back to her. Damn, you just spiked. Okay, so let me take you guys into a little bit of my brain. So when I think about the things that are most difficult, and maybe it's just for me, but I think for people in general, mm -hmm. when you think about the things that are most challenging to consistently deliver a lot of times i think that it's specifically things that need to be created so i think about myself as being like very much a right brain person so that means that my brain is naturally more creative than i am you know analytical right okay. so always okay. more it was always more english than math was kind of my right. world if yeah. you look at schooling right but that doesn't mean that you're always creative at all times. So right. I think that the hardest thing sometimes to just get into the flow with are when you need to create. Mm -hmm. So probably thinking about writers when they're gonna start to write a book, what they need to deliver. In my world, it could be things like, you know, looking at a client's solution or perspective and, mm -hmm. and making sure that we've got the right strategic offer mm -hmm. that's gonna deliver something that good, would be compelling example. for them to move. Mm -hmm or thinking about creation of a value proposition that's really gonna resonate when you've got a solution or something that product marketing has put together, but mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, I like that, but what would be the, the best way for us to communicate that so that it will matter to somebody else? Other things could be challenges that you have with you know managing the team or whatever. There's a lot of things that you need to be problem solving with, strategic mm -hmm. thinking, or creative writing, proposals, presentations, whatever. So for me, I use a lot of SWOT analysis, you know, mm -hmm. or analyses. Explain that for yeah. people who don't know what that is. So one of the few things I took away from my like business classes in college mm -hmm. <laughs> was the SWOT analysis. And you've got your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. And that could look like a lot of different things. You know, maybe you just do a pros and cons list. But when I'm first starting to prepare something, I think, and again, you may have your own process, mm -hmm. but the most important thing is just getting something down on paper. Right. So kind of taking the things that live in your brain and putting it down. So, so you don't like you were talking about like a proposal or something like that. You, you don't just start writing the proposal. You start with, for example, you may start with this SWOT analysis Correct. and start listing 
strengths. And of that may not your... be the case with a proposal. Like in the case of a proposal, the first thing that I'll typically do is put down an outline. So it may be thinking about the challenge. I usually think about the format that I would mm -hmm. build a proposal in. Mm -hmm. What is the customer challenge? What is the problem that we're solving? How are we solving it? What is it going to deliver? What's mm -hmm. the value? Right. And then there's the ultimately how, you know, yeah. so what, you're throwing, what does it cost and how does it get delivered? Right. And you're throwing pieces in that you, exactly. you can answer relatively quickly right. and getting them down. So for something like that or for developing a presentation, a lot of times I'll start with an outline mm -hmm. because it helps me to group my thoughts right. into different areas. Right. And then I'll jot everything that I know or everything that I think. Mm -hmm. And some of it makes it into the final cut. Some of it doesn't. And then there's the fine tuning of writing to be understood, simplicity, and all of mm -hmm. that that comes right. into it. But a lot of times, like a SWOT analysis is something I'll use when I'm thinking about people challenges, you know, and trying to make decisions about coaching and stuff like that. Thinking through, you know, okay, well, what are we dealing with here, mm -hmm. right? Or a situation, right? Sometimes there's political challenges that you have right. to work through. Right. And, you know, so that's more like decision making and problem solving and mm -hmm. strategic thinking. I'll put the little grid on yeah, my paper, right. strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, and then I'll just jot things down and then start kind of workshopping from there. Mm -hmm. But the important thing with all of that is, and, and I would almost say the biggest thing is then stepping away. Great. And what does that mean? Like literally you put it aside and do something else. Yeah. You because, don't dwell on, you don't sit there, like, especially if you're stuck or something, you don't sit there and stare at the paper and say, I've got to come up with this. I have to make right. this happen. And, right. and sometimes these things, I don't know about you, Deb, but there may be situations that you're very anxious about mm -hmm. or that you're losing sleep over. I've found even like certain nights when I'm worried about something, I will just quickly, you know, I have a little notepad next to bed. I'll quickly grab a notepad and mm -hmm. just take some of the things I'm thinking about, jot them down because... I may not have ideas about it just yet, right? but at least it's on paper. And then it gives me a little peace of mind that, you know, my thoughts are still there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Because God knows when I wake up in the morning, I forgot everything I was thinking about the night before. But sometimes you have your eureka moments in the middle of the night. Sometimes like I'm taking a shower in the morning and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, that's the answer. Right. right. So sometimes it's just putting it on paper and then giving yourself a little space to let your mind maybe let it marinate in mm -hmm, your mind mm -hmm. until your brain is ready to kind of connect the dots. Right. There's a lot of truth to that. I mean, it, obviously it works for you, and but it's worked for me also. And I think that's the biggest thing to appreciate is like, relax, it'll come to me. I'll figure it out. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know when. Right. Like you said, shower, sleeping, three in the morning, whatever, it'll come. What I love about what you said is you have organized your thoughts. You've put down on paper what you have. You've created an outline. And I almost think that that format gives your brain the space to fill in the blanks. You're 100% right. You know, instead of starting out on top, you know, proposal for the blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's linear. And we've all tried to create that way, right? Mm -hmm. Like how many times... You know, I think back to being in school, right? When you had like a massive paper to write. Can you remember back then, Dad? 
No, but we used quill pens, and it was yeah, it was very bad, very rough. Yeah. So if you were to, if you were able to remember college <laughs> and creating at that time, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. No, but really, if you think about it, though, there was a time when you know you would sit down and then you would start. You'd put down like my thesis or whatever, and then you start typing. You start writing, writing, and you're like, like, "What am I even writing? What what am I like? How do you organize thoughts when you're just doing that? You know?" And I'm sure that you know, if you talked to writers, which neither of us are are writers, you know, we've written things, but not actually written a book or like some kind of major work. But my point is, you know, you've got people that are writers that have to write 300 pages plus. I would imagine it would be really challenging for them to just sit down and start typing. You probably get somewhere. Maybe that's a good way to write a diary entry, but it's not a good way to to produce something. Well, using writing as an example, let's say fiction. Mm -hmm. Again, every writer has their own style and all this other kind of stuff. But in a fiction story, you have character development. So you have to say, we have this character. What is this character? Is male, female? a nice person, you know, arrogant, right? They're developing the characters. Then you have scene developments, like, so what's happened when they went into this party and and met this person and that person? They're developing all that. You don't write that. I I don't think you write that preform. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll that. need we'll need to get some kind of like a, a writer on as a guest to maybe workshop <laughs> this a I bit. Just, I just made that something mm-hmm. stupid up. <laughs> yeah, we could be totally wrong here, but I, I would think that they have some kind of a you know an idea in their head, or they've got right. kind of maybe like a beginning, middle, and end, and they've got kind of characters, and they've got the scene, yeah, and they it. probably workshop that stuff. They probably put that down on paper, and then it's filling in the context and the rest of it. Right. It actually works the same way you're doing your proposal in those pieces. But I think the interesting thing is how the eureka moment happens because you set it up for your mind to figure it out. Yeah. So sometimes I think if you've got something like that needs a lot of your brain power, work on that and then take a break. And maybe it's doing something like taking a a little walk or, you know, 15 minutes to listen to a podcast because sometimes I'm listening to other podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden something somebody says is like, oh. Yeah, you know, it kind of triggers something because there is so much that lives in our brains. That's true. And it is. I mean, I know that the filing system in my brain is effed up. It's not really like a a very well-organized library. (laughs) So it sometimes needs things to like trigger, you know? Yeah, well, exactly. And I just want to add one little thing that has worked for me too. Using your situation of a proposal or something like that, especially when you're staring at that white paper or the, the screen and there's nothing on it, and you can't even come up with strengths or, you know, whatever. And I think we've spoken about it, I don't know what episode, but real briefly, the concept of setting a timer and doing a brain data dump, just stream of consciousness, say for 10 minutes, I am going to dump everything that I know about this, not worrying about sentence structure, punctuation, spelling, you don't care. You just literally stare at the keyboard and just type away. And I literally do that. I'll set a 10 minute timer on my watch and boom, boom, boom. And when the timer goes off, you're done I'll with stop, it. Yeah. And then I'll look and I'll look at this mess that I wrote, <laughs> but it's not really a mess. It's just not grammatical. I wouldn't give it to anybody. But the thing is, it could be right. Like but it's it could be. just something to kind of start your you brain no in the idea. right direction. That's correct. You have no idea. It's almost like priming the pump for your brain to get, mm-hmm. to get stuff out. You do that with your outlining 
and you know at whatever stage i don't mean in the middle you yeah. do, do your outline you know have all that stuff but as right. you start writing i just think these little techniques are very helpful for myself for you and for our listeners and i'm just so big on not feeling bad stop feeling bad because when you can't create and you might feel today is a waste i wasted the afternoon you didn't you didn't waste the afternoon you made an investment in a great eureka moment yeah. in the future so I mentioned in the beginning that sometimes, you know, we've over the course of the last several months, we've had some of these eureka yeah. moments and a lot of it has been related to this podcast, right? right. I mean, we're doing this on our weekend, right? Uh -huh. And then we've got, you know, responsibilities and things that are happening well, all man, week we long. We only did this so we could have breakfast every week, right? I mean, I know that was you trying to, you know, bait <laughs> me into hanging out every weekend. <laughs> and it's working. It's working. The breakfasts are getting worse and worse, but, you know, uh -oh, uh -oh. <laughs> getting a little lazy with the breakfast, As Dad. long as a mimosa is there and a cup of coffee, we're golden. That's true. But anyway, I apologize. Go but ahead. my point is that even with this podcast, the fun part is this, right? Mm -hmm. Like we get to hang out, we banter, we have fun. Right. And all of it is fun, but the most challenging part is coming up with the content. Yes. So what are we going to talk about? And then once we've talked about it, what is the title and what is the description? And that's probably one of the areas where I think between you and I, you'll start getting it on paper and then I'll fine tune or the other right. way around. Right. Or sometimes we're like, you know what? I haven't had a Eureka moment for it yet. And no matter what I'm putting on paper, I'm like, this sounds like crap. I wouldn't right. want to listen to this. Right, right. <laughs> so right. sometimes it takes like going to the next day yeah. and sleeping on it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is like flowing now. Yeah. So sometimes you just need to give yourself time. Sometimes you may not have time, right? And you have a deadline. And then I think something happens in the brain that's just like, now the flow is here. It's here. <laughs> so sometimes a deadline can do amazing things, right. you know, like I've got to deliver and, and it's got to be good. But give yourself some space and, and know the things that feed your brain and give you energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it's exercise, if it's a hot shower, something like just give yourself a little space, listen to music or something to kind of take yourself out of that stressful or pressure area mm -hmm. of it, of feeling guilty and feeling like you're not smart in the moment or right. like things aren't working. And sometimes that's exactly when it clicks, yep. like when you really stop stressing about it. And I hate to use an exercise analogy, but the, the more you, you do it. You walked on the beach. I did. The more you do it, the more creative you become. Yeah, and the easier it and gets. And the easier it becomes. It, you basically put your brain in a cycle of problem solving and creativity. Yeah. So good. This was very good. I also so think, gonna, you know. I'm going to make you write the title and description for this one. We'll see how my Eureka moments work out. <laughs> Whoever's inspired first. <laughs> you were going to say something and I cut you off. I was just going to say sometimes you have mundane stuff that you have to do every mm -hmm. day. When I'm not having Eureka moments, it's like, okay, I'm going to go approve expense reports and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> well, it's true. I'm going to do something mindless. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to right. I have to sign those uh, invoices or I have to. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to that because so I can't like, think yeah, of anything that my brain is now like I now have a dodo brain. So I'm going to do something that literally takes no creativity and nothing Correct. special, you know. Correct. Yeah. So something I excel at. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I, I can always seem to do that. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Christina, you're awesome. This was good. Thank well, you. I am going to need to grease my head on out of here you if you are. keep with the compliments. But <laughs> you're pretty great too, Dad. Thank you. Now that we're done complimenting each other. Yeah, I'm going to go vomit. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, listeners, thanks for listening. If you guys like what you're hearing from us, share with a friend. Throw us sure. a like, yeah. a review. All of that helps. We're learning mm-hmm. this podcast world, but all of that helps. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. We appreciate it. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. You know, something about this song kind of makes, makes me feel talk. like I might have a Eureka moment coming on. <laughs> podcast title just came to me (laughs) wow eureka moments (laughs) wow i know not so innovative well gets the job done there bye bye everyone thanks for listening